the podcast. Mr. Brandon Avery. How's it going, Brandon? Yes, sir. How's it going, ladies and gents? We're doing good, man. So uh, th- this is a real fine podcast, Artie. We uh, we only have two mics, but we have three people here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, we're actually in front of a live, a live studio audience. Studio audience is, is what we're, what we're going to call it. We, we, have, we have good friends of mine and Brandon's and Artie's, Christy and Miranda. Hey, y'all. They're, they're waving. Y'all can't see it on, on, on the audio portion of the podcast. Y'all can't see it on the video portion. But yes, you are listening to episode 52 of the Boneyard Podcast. Artie, how you feeling, man? Five deuce. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, yes, sir, it is. Yes, sir, it is. I'm feeling good, though, man. Feeling real good. Happy to be back, you know. Feeling, we, had, we had a little Sunday fun day earlier. <laughs> Fuck yeah, so, we did. <laughs> we're feeling real good. We're doing real good. We're chilling here in Jared's office, a real nice office, even though he ain't got no public Wi-Fi, but we're not going to speak on that. But that's okay. And I'm ready to, uh, you know, talk, talk a little ECU sports. Yeah, there's, there's not much to talk about this There really weekend. isn't. And that's why we've been, that's honestly kind of why we've been putting it off this whole this whole time. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's been good. Artie, I hear, I hear you got a new tattoo. I did get a new tattoo. Let me, all right, take your I, headphones I, off. I, I want to see this thing. I haven't seen it. I got. I got. I got. I got to show it live. Yeah. Show yeah. It live show on. it to the me. Some of a bitch. People can't see it though. I don't care. Okay. All right. Well, you got to, You know, keep talking. I, I'm talking. Right. So uh, Artie is now disrobing in, in my office. Um, <laughs> if you, if you're into ASMR, this is this is what you this is what you get. Oh wow. All right, Artie. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right, Artie. We like it. Do we, do we, do we approve? Do it, it looks like you could use some Manscaped, but. <laughs> Guys, sorry. So today started off with um with Brandon telling me he and Miranda and Christy were going to come down and, and we were going to have lunch and just have a quiet time, it seemed like. Well. <laughs> That 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 all ended when I ordered a, a shot of a, a pickleback shot before they even got to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there probably 15 minutes before they got there, so I, I was like, I got I got to get the creative juices flowing. Knowing already, and I had this podcast to record. Um, so yeah, that's 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 kind of what what had, happened. Had no idea we were gonna get as lit as we did at Natty Greens. I mean, I'm still buzzing. We got pretty lit, so. If we fumble our words during this podcast, please forgive us, people. But we are a little intoxicated. So, Artie, tell me what's the story behind the what's the story behind that tattoo? The bear. Um, the bear. That's that's the that's bear. The bear. Outside of me being a Bears fan, um, that's my spirit animal, man. I've I've always loved bears. I've always loved their personalities. I love everything about what a bear represents. You know, they're very protective. They're very loyal. Very keep to themselves but when they need to be they can be aggressive they can be you know outgoing and they can be extrovert when they need to be but they're mostly introverts they mostly like to keep to themselves and just kind of do their own thing so that really kind of speaks to me and my personality so that's kind of why I got it and that's and that's why it means so much to me I also want to get a wolf at some point on my body but I don't know where I might not get it you know I might not get it a third tattoo is coming I just don't know where I I do know that it's coming you you need the pirate state of mind but but uh, what you, what you do need? See, I can't copy Shane Carden, man. He wh- did it first. I can't. Wh- I can't copy the swag. Artie, what you do need is you need to know who wore number fifty-two at some point in their life, right? 
That's um, Brian Erlacher. Was was Erla- I thought Erlacher was fifty two. I think Erlacher's fifty four. You're you're a Bears fan, so you, you should know was this. 54. I don't keep up with numbers, man. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna. I, keep up with no I was numbers. gonna go with the NBA. Yeah, I was going to say, Erlacher's pretty much, I'm pretty sure Erlacher's 54. Well, you know, all the Bears fans out there are saying I'm not a real Bears fan, so it's okay. The Bears. The Bears. So, I was going to go NBA. Uh-huh. Greg Oden. Who the hell is Greg Oden? You're talking about, you're talking about the biggest bust in the history of the NBA? Exactly. I, why, why would I care about Greg Oden? <laughs> <laughs> because he wore number 52. He if, wore, look, if you're going to name somebody that wore 52, at least name somebody that, you know, played a few seasons and was decent. I'm just telling you, it's not. It doesn't have to be the Does most. Nobody care about no Greg Oden. Artie, did you play any time in the NBA? I'm, I'm better than Greg Oden. I can't see this. <laughs> not true. Than, my knees are a lot better than Greg Oden. I can tell you that. Yeah. So uh, the former num- number one overall pick, uh, wore number fifty-two with the Portland Trailblazers, um, may have had a real shot to become a real Jersey champion, <laughs> had he not had those injuries. Um, yeah. So Greg Oden. R.I.P. to your career, but which ended like a decade ago. But hey, all I'm saying is, I, got, I I'm coming at these people <laughs> with numbers, and number fifty two is a random ass number, Artie. You know how hard it is to find somebody that wore number fifty two. I know one of our greats wore it. It was either Dicka or Buckus. I know one of those. Wore it. I, we've already talked about Dicka. Yeah, one was fifty one. I think one was fifty two. I, I mentioned Dicka last week. You should have listened to the podcast, and and you would have remembered that. Well, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> Artie, Artie was too busy worrying about his. Uh, I had a his, lip, man. His, I had a, his I had upper a, lip. I had a bad it, lip it's, last week. Man, it's good to see that 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 thing's like that thing was distracting me. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead and tell the people how you feel, Jared. I I just did. Go ahead, t- go ahead, tell them how you feel. I I just did. It was distracting you. It was distracting. It me. took you away from everything that you had to get done during D- that day. Yeah, such as like doing a podcast. I, there's really only one host last week. You know how many shits I give? Negative. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Artie, um, it, it's it's kind of a slower week in ECU sports. I mean, we we we're continuing with our um, ECU football practice, spring practice. From all accounts, it, it sounds like everything that we're hearing mm-hmm. that this uh, that the, that the coaching staff is liking what they're seeing, liking the energy levels. Right now, and it's good to see that continuing on through the second week, third week mm-hmm. of spring practice. So, uh, what what does it mean to you when you hear about the energy levels at spring practice? Well, I've been looking at a, at, at a few of the videos that ECU football has been putting out the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it, it looks like we have high energy out there. That's that's what it looks like to me. It looks like we're playing with a lot of juice. We're playing with a lot of energy. To me, this looks like a team that is just ready to get back to playing ball. In yeah. years past, it really didn't look like a team that was kind of like that excited. They were kind of still trying to learn a new the Scotty Mo years. Yeah, learn, learn a system, get adjusted to something new, try to you know get adjusted to a to a coach. This looks like a team that is comfortable with their coach, they're comfortable with their teammates, they're comfortable with their surroundings, and they're just ready to get to work and they're ready to play. So, I'm excited. I want to go to you know to the to the spring game and really oh we'll be see, there baby and really see how our guys look at the spring game. But I'm telling you right now, ECU football 
if, if you haven't joined the bandwagon yet, get on it because this team is going to play with some juice. I'm not promising nothing strong. I'm not promising a lot of wins, but I'm saying we are going to play with some juice this year. So, I can I can see that already. So I kind of want to hand it over to, to, to my good friend Brandon here. Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts on the energy level you see coming out of spring practice with ECU football? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm following with the uh, Twitter on the ECU football page, and it looks like they're starting this new trend where it's like the uh, what is it, the uh, predator of the day or whatever. So like they've got some ball hawks on the field, so they like to shout them out on the Twitter, and it looks like some uh, some real big name guys that you've never heard of are going to be some big name characters this year on the field. So watch out for these guys that you uh, that you might not expect. Even some guys that may have been on the offensive end of the ball, maybe uh, playing defense this year. But uh, I think the Pirates are going to be a big deal this year, baby. That, that, that's what I like to hear, yeah. I mean, I, I keep seeing, like, um, Jeremy Lewis, I, I keep seeing his name pop up. Mm-hmm. That, that's one of those guys. I mean, a, a guy, he's finally becoming into coming into his upperclassman seasons, really getting into it. I, I, I like to see what I see from him. Coach Blake Harrell, friend, friend of the, the podcast. podcast. He, uh, I mean – he he puts it out every week. His tweet or his after every episode, his tweets are like really showing like who's who, and it it is great to see. So yeah, I, I'm excited to see what EC football has to offer this year. Um, now, Artie, mm-hmm. are are we gonna see a uh, anybody like really try to take over on the offensive side of the ball that we didn't see last year? You know. Obviously, you know, we, we, we know what we have at, at running back, and I think that's going to be stable as always. Um, I really would like to see a receiver step up for me. Obviously, I you know, we, we want Houghton to – Tyler Sneed? We want Houghton to, you know, take the reins and really become QB1, not just the starter, but QB1, yeah. bona fide QB1, yeah. no doubt about it. But I need to see a receiver step up like a Justin Hardy, like a Zay Jones in the past, and just completely take over a game. I mean, just just take it over. That's what I want to see. We we had spurts of guys stepping up, one game here, one game there, one game here, one game there, in and out, in and out. I want to see somebody consistently throughout the season be able to say, you know what, I'm that dude, and I know I'm that dude. And I know that guy on the other side can't cover me, and I'm going to take over this game because this team needs me to take over this game. So I would love to see a receiver step up this year and completely take over a game. So uh, two things I'd like to add to that is, first of all, the tight end game is supposed to be bigger this year. We haven't had a big contributing tight end for the last two or three seasons, and this season should be a bounce-back season for the tight end position for the Pirates. But also, as of late, Holton Aylers has been reported to have slimmed down and cut up. So mm-hmm. I expect Holton Aylers to be more explosive this season from the running side of the ball. So expect that arm to be a cannon as always, but also expect him to be back to his freshman year running numbers. And he is a dual threat. He is absolutely a dual threat, and he has not utilized his legs the way I, I would like for him to. I'm, I'm happy you brought that up, Brandon, because he definitely I, – I can see that too. I can see him using his legs a lot more this season to become more of a threat. But, I mean, offensive coordinator uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick, I mean, he has said that, I mean, he he doesn't want to see Holton really get out there and and put himself out there because he doesn't want to see this kid get hurt. Well, just when it's necessary. You know, you run when it's necessary and when you need to. When you see a play breakdown, it's like, okay, I I know I can get 15 yards easily. Johnny Mantel stop. Do it, slide, there we go, first down, live live for the next play. Like, that's really only when he needs to run. 
I mean, that that that's one of the things that I mean I would I would like to see, um, also. But I like Artie says I I think if we can see a bona fide number one wide receiver mm-hmm. and have two guys that I mean because I think the the caliber of team that we have at ECU and in, in football I, I think that we do have the the type of guys that can be number ones and I, I think we have a couple of them that could be number ones elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Tyler Sneed, I think, is going to be the guy that, that ECU is going to lean on with, with Blake Prohl, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Uh, taking his talents to the NFL. Taking his talents to the NFL. I, I'm also looking at, I mean, the offensive line, I, I think, with this extra gear of of maturity coming in, I, I think that the extra year is going to really lead into a good season for those sophomore running backs. Mm-hmm. Rajay Harris, Keaton Mitchell, mm-hmm. those guys, those guys are going to be legit this year. That one-two punch might be one of the scariest in the conference. Country, yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Like I mean, that one-two punch right there. So if you have a bona fide number one receiver, my God, that's scary. I mean, we might just be in two years. We might just be RBU and WRU. Mm. I mean, I'd love to see it. You, you want to, you want to. You want to put out big numbers in on the offense? Come down to East Carolina University. Mm-hmm. That that's going to be where you have your shot. Yeah. Um. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk some more football as, as the weeks go on, as we get closer to so excited though to, um, so excited. the spring game. Spring game, if you didn't know, is April seventeenth inside Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Mm-hmm. There will be fans there, as far as we know. I mean, it. I, I'm excited. I think that's going to be one of the most intense spring football games that we've had really in, in any time that I can remember. I, I think that finally allowing fans and, I mean, at that point we should be able to be at 50%. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a time where we ever had 50% in the spring game, but I wouldn't be surprised if we have a number that's pretty damn close inside to see – the Pirates take the field against each other, the purple and gold game. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it's not going to be the whole hoopla that we usually have with the pigskin cook-off and all, all that bullshit. But, like, I, I think that overall it's going to be a fun time. And I'm excited to be there, Artie. Yeah, I'm very excited to be a desperate game. So, now let, let's move it on to to baseball. Been a rough week for the for the Diamond Bucks, Artie. They went, they went one and two. After dropping a game to Carolina, screw the Tar Heels, <laughs> and then blowing the hell out of Elon, which at one point I I even thought that, like, I mean, Elon looked like, damn, uh, 1A baseball team, high school baseball team. <laughs> we just on destroyed Friday. them on Friday. 15 night. to nothing. Like, where's the mercy rule? Um, like, come on now. And then we got beat 2-1, to one, which made me look like a jackass on Twitter. But, um. Artie, what what were your thoughts on on Friday's game? We will, we'll we'll just skip over. The yeah, we 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 skip over the Carolina game. That's that's what it is. Um, I I think Friday night kind of showed just how much better we are of a baseball squad and a team than Elon. And we beat them fifteen to nothing. You know what I mean? So I think I think Saturday when we came out, we were kind of nonchalant. Um, I think we kind of figured we were going to win that game. Uh, even even when we were down the entire time, I think we kind of figured, okay, we'll pull something together. We'll string something together. We'll win this game 3-2, 4-2, 5-2, whatever it is. And it just didn't happen. 
Um, we can't get nonchalant like that against better teams. I know Elon is 6-10. and 10. We're not going to really lose any sleep over that, to be honest with you. I know we dropped a game to him, but – um, I, you know, I, 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 I believe – I don't believe that this is a team that plays up the competition or plays down the competition. I think that they play their best baseball whenever they can possible. Um, and, and we lost one to Elon. We dropped one after completely blowing them out, which is no excuse. We should have, we should have swept this series pretty easily, pretty handedly. Uh, we weren't able to do that. So hopefully we come back to the drawing board and we get something concrete down and Godwin gets under these guys, you know, asses a little bit. And it's like, okay – we lost to a team that's four games under 500. You know, we got bigger dreams and bigger aspirations than that. We got to do a little better. So I don't take too, too much from it. We're still a top 10 team in the nation. We still handled our business on Friday night the way we were supposed to. Um, hopefully we come back, you know, next week and kind of get back on track because we are sitting at 17 and five. So the losses are kind of mounting a little bit. So we need to get back on a winning streak and on our, on our winning ways a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm still confident in my, my pick to go 45 and 11. Um, I, w- I will say that. Um, now, Gavin Williams, I want to I want to talk about Gavin Williams. Mm-hmm. Gavin Williams, I mean, he, he's had some injury trouble in his time at ECU. I mean, it, it's one of those things that I everybody's talking about how he's going to be the guy that, to come out of ECU this year mm-hmm. in the draft, the MLB draft. And I, I mean, to me, um, I'm excited to see what he's doing. This man struck out a career best eleven batters. Um, on, on Friday night, I mean, he went, let's see, he went, um, six innings, allowing four hits, one walk and 11 strikeouts mm-hmm. and the 15 to nothing shutout over Elon. The The one thing that I took away from the two game split or the split series against Elon over the weekend was that if ECU can hit. We're golden. Yeah, our pit, our pitching is fine. We we outscored Elon the Phoenix sixteen to two over the weekend. Granted, they should have saved some of those runs for Saturday. <laughs> but I mean, it, it it was one of those things that I mean, it it was well worth the the price of admission. I mean, yeah, it, absolutely. It, I I was ha- I was happy with what what we did. Um, Saturday, it just it was a it's one of those games, and I've said it time and time again, and I've said it on this podcast, I've said it to everybody I know that I've talked to college baseball about. On any given night, anybody can be anybody. It doesn't matter if you have the number one team in college baseball. It doesn't matter if you have the worst team in college baseball. It doesn't matter if you're a damn JUCO team. Mm-hmm. Any night, you could have a good night, and you can win. Now, it doesn't help when. ECU strikes out 14 times, but to to have the type of game that they had, they had they left guys on base. They just d- never could put it all together in one yeah. inning. You know, the bullpen is what it is, right? And I think our bullpen is going to be as consistent as anyone in the country. If the bats are flying, if the bats are swinging. Which we saw they could do on Friday night. Right. I, there's there's really not a team in the country that, that in my opinion, that can beat us in the series. In, in, in my honest opinion, I think we can win any series with anybody when our bullpen is playing the way they're playing, when the pitching is playing the way they're playing, and those bats are swinging the way they're swinging on any given night. There is not a team in the country that we cannot beat, and beat pretty handedly in my opinion. So it's really just about putting it all together consistently at this point. Yeah, we got uh, we got Carolina on the schedule again this week. 
Um, got them at home at Clark Leclair Stadium. Um, and, then, and then we start the the conference schedule. It's crazy we haven't started a conference yet. <laughs> All these games we haven't even started a conference schedule yet. It is. We're, we're 22 games in, and we, we still got a full conference slate. Yeah. Um, Artie, I got to – we, we – we, we're spot on with our prediction last time when we talked about the second game with Duke. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what's your prediction against Carolina. Um, I, I I think this is a revenge game for us. I, I really I, do. I would agree. I think this is a revenge game for us. I think we come back. I think I think it's close. Take I the mean, over. I, I I definitely think it's close, and I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Honestly, I, I think it's going to be a nine to six. Eight to six, kind of a ball game. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be kind of high scoring. See, I think we take it though. See, I'm I'm leaning kind of differently. I, I'm leaning to more of a route. Okay. I, I'm leaning more of a. I see. I, I think Carolina is, is up early, and we pull away. Uh, I'm leaning in the, in, the, in the later innings. I'm leaning a. I I think Pirates get double digits runs again. Okay. Um, I'm I'm going to say, eleven to four. Now. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if. Carolina pulls out early. That wouldn't surprise that's, me at that's all. That's what I see. Within the first three or four innings, I can see Carolina. But I think ECU has a huge inning like they've been known to do. They've shown that they do quite often. And, I mean, I, I think 11-4. to four. Brandon, what do you think? You mean for the Carolina game this week? Yeah, for the Carolina game. Uh, yeah, I'm going to call it close. I'm probably thinking ECU – Eight to six. I'm gonna call it a late route. We're probably gonna go down early in the game, probably middle of the game. But um, I'm calling ECU to return late in the innings, um, probably eighth, ninth inning, bring it home. So Brandon, may, Brandon may, might be calling a walk off here. Love to see it. Any 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 time you get a walk off against Carolina, you love to see it. I, I'm here for it. I mean, I, I'm here for it. You know, but unless we're dropping seventy on them, yeah. <laughs> Which, so I, I took I took everybody around my office uh, this this evening, and mm-hmm. in my office I have the panorama portrait or the panorama picture of that game ECU seventy Which we forty one, which we were at. We were all at. It, mm-hmm. it was a great day. My now wife was at also at that game. She's a Carolina alumni, so anytime I can mention it, I rub it in her face and. She doesn't really care because she doesn't care about sports. She, she's like, she's like any other Carolina. She's like any other Carolina fan where, she's like, is it basketball season yet? And I'm sorry, Savannah, Carolina lost in the first round again, or this year they, they lost in the first round. They had as many wins as ECU in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> Speaking of the NCAA tournament, Artie, how, how, how's your how's your bracket looking? Oh, uh, my bracket looks like shite. It, look, it, it looks terrible. It looks absolutely terrible. But the most important thing is that Michigan is still in the tournament. They are actually playing right now. I actually need to check the score, like, right now to see where we're at because we're playing Florida State, which is a very good team. Um, I, outside of them, I was rooting for Loyola. They sadly lost uh, the other the other day. So either Oral Roberts or anybody that's not ranked in the top First or second seed, honestly, is it really anybody but Gonzaga? Gonzaga looks, yeah. Hold on, you said did, did, did yeah. Oral Roberts lose they last lost, night? They lost by two to Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas. See, I, didn't even, I didn't even catch the Oral Roberts Arkansas game. So, Artie, well, it's Oral not Roberts like it's, out. Artie, it's not like we have a sports podcast. Oral Roberts is out. Look, man, I'm I'm following Michigan. I don't I don't give a damn about any of those schools. Go big I really blue. Don't. Go big blue, baby. 
Like, the rest of you schools, just anybody but Gonzaga at this point. Gonzaga is steamrolling everybody they play. I don't think they've won a tournament game by less than, like, 15 points. So, it's just ridiculous. But go Big Blue, and that's all I care about at this point. Hey, I, I'm okay with that. I Mine's all right. Um, I've been better, but I, I'm, I'm not – I'm not too too worried about it. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as as far as uh, the March Madness tournament, uh, if if y'all didn't listen, go listen now. I went on to the um, to be fair podcast mm-hmm. earlier this week. That was that was a fun time. I drank more than all five of those guys, all four of those guys combined. <laughs> um, so go listen. Um, go give those guys some love. Those, those guys are are doing some cool things Absolutely. over there. And I hate that I missed that this yeah, past week. Yeah, Ar- Artie Artie was on the DL with his lip. Uh, the first time you've ever seen somebody on the DL for a lip. Yeah, why why, why you gotta say the DL like I'm on a down low or some shit like that? That's that's the, messed up. The disabled list. <laughs> disabled list. I'm not disabled. You, you never heard you that. No. You never. You've never heard the words disabled no. list. I've never heard someone say the DL and I, be like it's disabled list. Yeah, <laughs> I I are not rolling around in a wheelchair. I mean, you might as well have been carrying that big ass lip you had. <laughs> Jeez Louise, I I had to carry the whole damn podcast last week. I was like, damn, Artie, like, see now now you taking it too far. <laughs> but I, I I'm glad I'm glad it's, I, it looks a lot better. It does. Look, it feels a lot better. It looks I, a lot better. I got a little bit up here. I still got to. Artie Artie came on the podcast last week, and I was like, what the. F- fuck is wrong with your lip <laughs> it was bad america i'm not gonna lie to you it, it was bad it, it wasn't was just really bad it was, bad. It was gross it, yeah it, it was, was yeah gross. yeah it wasn't looking too hot it was not looking too hot but we digress we are better <laughs> we back we back pretty again it's okay i wouldn't say pretty but well, um, even with my big lip i was prettier than you it's okay already why, why would you say that? that we're I told to, you we intoxicated a little bit, America. We we're, we're supposed to be boys here. On, on we the, are boys. That's why I'm making fun of you. And that's why I was talking about your lip. See? Okay. To each its own. So, um, Artie, talking about basketball, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about these guys. So, we, we mentioned it a couple weeks ago that we've got a pretty good recruiting class. There wasn't many scholarship spots mm-hmm. on the team, on the roster anymore. We said, don't be surprised if you see some guys cut, transfer, whatever. Now we've seen three in the last week. Three. Yep. Um, what 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 are your thoughts so far on how things are going? I mean, we called that. We we expected that. We knew that was going to happen. Um, the premier podcast of ECU called that. Honestly, the only one I've really noticed is Noah Farrakhan. Um, that's that's the only one I've I've really noticed. I, I don't know the other two guys. Um, and it, and I'm not trying to be rude or you know mean when I say this, but it's not like we were winning a lot of basketball games with those guys anyway. So I wish them the best of luck. It's not like I don't wish those guys luck. I wish them the best of luck wherever they decide to go, wherever they decide to end up. But we're moving on to bigger and better, you know, and if you're not with us, you're against us. So wish them the best of luck, but we got to move on and we got to try to find something better uh, in recruiting and as far as getting back healthy. That's my main concern for our basketball team is getting back healthy for next year so we can put together a complete season. Because we got robbed of that this year. Yeah, granted, two of those guys, they are going to be grad grad transfers. Um, one guy, Edra Luster, Luster, didn't really see much time on, on the hard court. Mm-hmm. Um, not going to be a big deal when, when he leaves. Sorry, Edra. I mean, I don't know if you listen. I doubt it, but sorry about it. 
Um, and they, they have another year of eligibility, and they wouldn't have had that outside of this COVID year. So I understand right. why they want to use that. I get that. it. Hey, yeah, I, you, I absolutely understand why they want to use that. You, you do your thing, man. Like, I'm, I'm all about it. We're, hey, we're, we are a players-friendly podcast yes, here. Yes, players first. I mean, we're, we're, when it comes down to it, we're, we're all for the players. Now, the other two, Noah Farrakhan, which is a guy that – I mean, he's a, he's a freshman guy that we were really excited about mm-hmm. coming in. He's entered the transfer portal. I'm not really surprised. I'd heard some rumblings earlier in the year, probably midseason. Um, I, I wasn't too surprised. I know that there was talks about it. It, it sucks. He, he's going to be a baller somewhere. He, he reminds me a lot of like Elijah Hughes, mm-hmm. um, somebody that wasn't didn't didn't get the respect he deserved and didn't really get the playing time he deserved at ECU, even as a true freshman. I mean, Elijah Hughes went on and played at Syracuse and played all four years and had a had a pretty good career. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I just I don't see him going anywhere bigger, really, really that big. I could see him going somewhere, uh, another mid major or um, a, a lower tier Power Five school. But I, I don't know. I don't I, I don't see that yet. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't either. And, it, and we were really excited about Noah Farrakhan. I hate that that didn't work out the way it, that the way, way we wanted to, and way everybody else around Power Nation wanted that too. Um, but I do wish him the best of success wherever he lands because he he is a baller and he is a he is a good kid. So and just because he enters the transfer portal doesn't mean that he can't come back to ECU. Right. Mm-hmm. But right now it's looking more and more like he's gonna go on to greener pastures. I, I guess. Um, <laughs> now. The other one, the next grad transfer, Batumba Baruti. Mm-hmm. Um, big man. He, he had a pretty good season with the Pirates this year. Hate to see him go, but he's a, he's another one. He's a grad transfer. Um, Artie, your thoughts? Yeah. Like I said, hate to see him go, I, I, and, and I know he had a good year for us. Um, but – Hopefully he lands somewhere, and, and, and you know, I, I think for a lot of these guys, it's not, you know, for NBA caliber. I think it, these guys know they're probably not going to go to the next level. At best, maybe G League. Um, but it's really just about getting their last kind of one last year, you know, that one last ride. And so, you know, we all hope there would have been an ECU. You know, he wants to go somewhere else, and he wants to, you know, continue his career on somewhere else. So, you know, we wish him the best, but um, – you know, and I and I hope that he has a great last year, one last ride, throughout his career. So, yeah, I, I I'm with you. I, I hope that he can continue on. Um, I I'm hoping that Joe Dooley can finally put something together because that that is what we're what we're all looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as far as ECU fandom goes, but but yeah, I I'm I'm with you. I, I, I hope they can all put something together. He's he's Dooley just got to get that one class right. That that one signature class that kind of sticks it out for two to three years. That's really what Dooley's got to get, in my in my opinion. I think he's close to it. I think he will get it in the next year or two. Yeah, but those are three guys that have uh, departed ECU, and much like uh, when your pubic hair departs your body when you used Manscaped. Let talk me, about it. Let, let us talk to you a little bit about, about Manscaped. Brandon, take it away.
All right, the NFL draft season is upon us. It's uh, possible that you might have Trevor Lawrence's haircut in your pants. That's why our partners at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, have partnered with us to make sure you don't gamble on shaving your balls the same way you like to gamble on football. For all of my draft geeks, we have an exclusive 20% off promo code at manscaped.com. Use promo code BONE, B-O-N-E, to get 20% off all orders at manscaped.com. Yeah, so Artie, uh, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about Manscaped. So, will your favorite team go defensive back in the first round? Wait, wait, Artie. Artie. First off, first off, first off, Brandon needs to do these from now on. All right, that was phenomenal. He does, he does them <laughs> way better than you do them. Like, that was phenomenal. Just hey, first tell off. tell your friend to tell your friend. Your boy is the, po- the promo for the Boneyard Podcast. That was great. <laughs> Jeez Louise. I'm about to be fired from my own damn podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Artie, tell me. I, we, you showed us earlier your, mm-hmm. your tattoo. I, I mm-hmm. told you, you you needed to – I told you you needed to probably use Manscaped. It looked like you had it in a while. No, 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 no. I have. Trust me. The <laughs> nether realms look fine. If you must know. Look, you asked. You asked and and I answered the question. Hey, I'm 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 good. Yeah, I'm gonna let you I'm, know. I'm, they, they don't need it. It's all good down there. It's good. It's straight. So so I are, do got my happy trail though. I, I need to trim that up. I need to trim up the happy trail. Are are, are the Bears going defensive back first round? <laughs> <laughs> Why you switch up on me like that, Jared? Uh, it's in the ad copy. I'm, I'm I'm trying to talk to you. Are the Bears going defensive back in the first round? God, I hope not. I hope they. Actually, draft up and get a quarterback like Mac Jones. We're being realistic, but if you want me to play along with the answer, yes. <laughs> Not sure, but I am sure that with the lawnmower 3.0, you can get your D back. Um, <laughs> because of the ceramic blade and skin-safe technology, your nicks and snags will be reduced. This is the perfect protection needed for your franchise quarter balls. <laughs> Fucking a. <laughs> I want you to look in the mirror, Artie. Do you see nose or ear hairs dangling? Look, fellas, 79% of our partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. This man really said franchise quarter balls like I was not going <laughs> to lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Their performance package comes with the new and improved lawnmower 3.0 weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer performance boxer briefs which are phenomenal i'm actually wearing them right now yes the briefs are phenomenal they got the family they got the family jewels up tight it feels pretty damn good um and a travel bag for you to use when you're done quarantining and some other liquid formulations like their crop preserver and crop reviver big fan of both of them i mean how, how do you feel about the ball toner that that, that it that, okay Artie. you said crop preserver and crop reviver the, that one of those is the ball toner well it's called ball toner so just go with the ball toner it, it just tells me what to say <laughs> <laughs> but the actual label on the bottle says ball toner we're gonna we're gonna lose our our ad our sponsorship with manscape thank you manscape if we don't if we don't do this right the crop preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant that ensures that your afternoon Stroll doesn't end with your balls sticking to your legs or smelling like eggs. 
God. <laughs> the Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls. It's made with soothing aloe and which and which hazel extracts. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know which hazel was a thing. It's, it's a toner. Yeah, it's an actual thing. That yeah. will give that will give your testes a boost. Okay. For a limited time, subscribers of this very podcast, the premier podcast of Pirate Nation, the Boneyard Podcast, get not one, but two dose, dose, free gifts, the shed travel bag, and the boxer briefs. All right? So go on manscaped.com, get 20% off your order, plus free shipping, with promo code BONE. Once again, that is promo code BONE. B-O-N-E. Like Boneyard minus the yard. BONE. All right. BONE. 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped.com. Treat your testes. We're having too much fun like, with this episode. Like your besties. And, uh, and, and do that. It's time that you're... It's time to turn that team in your pants around with Manscaped. That that's it. Right. I, I would hope so. <laughs> Jeez, please. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Well, on that note, Jared, do you have anything else to follow up with ECU sports this week? Yeah, I got to walk the plank. Go ahead with your walk the plank. Uh, <laughs> so my walk the plank, Artie. Have you ever been mad when um when a referee gets a call wrong? Yeah, that's that's almost every time they get it wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yes. have you ever heard of a makeup call? A makeup call, like when say say I fouled you, and then you, they call a foul on me later on to make up for that call when no. they knew they got it wrong. Mm-mm. It's a makeup call. Well, in usually the, even if a referee does mess up, they're like, "Look, it's already in the past now. I call when I call." Well, in the NHL this week, uh, a referee by the name of Tim Peel. And I, I've seen all these people saying, oh, they shouldn't have fired Tim Peel. Tim Peel can go walk the damn plank. All right? And here's why. Tim Peel has always had it out for my Carolina Hurricanes. Tim Peel can fall off of a cliff and roll down the damn mountain. I don't give a shit. Old-ass guy, like 54-year-old. You, you need glasses, dude. Like, you're, you're old as shit. Go somewhere else and get these calls wrong. Well, the NHL told him to do the same thing this week when they fired him after saying that he needed to call a penalty or he wanted to call a penalty early on a specific team in the game on a hot mic, nonetheless. Mm. He literally said, I, wanna, I wanted to call an effing penalty on him early in the game. And so that got him fired. So Tim Peel, your biased ass co- refereeing, walk the damn plank. Damn it, boy. You won't call another bad call against my Carolina Hurricanes ever again. All right, sit sit your ass down, Artie. You got one? Yeah, this one, per usual, hits hits close to home. I might be a little late on this, but it's okay. I just I just I, I, every time I get the opportunity to uh, throw Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy under the bus. If you don't know who they are, Matt Nagy is the head football coach of the Chicago Bears. Ryan the Pace Bears is a general manager of the Chicago Bears. The and Bears. They really, 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 really suck at their jobs. The Bears. Um, we had a golden opportunity to golden. get a guy by the name of Russell Wilson from the Seattle Seahawks. Hey, Artie, real quick, I'm going to stop you right there. You know that Russell Wilson threw a pick 
to end the game in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium? Shut up, Jerry. Shout out David McAdoo. <laughs> anyway, we had a golden opportunity to get this guy by the name of Russell Wilson, Super Bowl champion, been to two Super Bowls. Real quick, I, Always I have playoffs. another question. Oh, Jesus. Do you think Sierra makes him uh Sierra makes him use Manscaped? Sierra. No. <laughs> it's, it's Sierra. <laughs> 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 I can't even get back to my point now. This man has thrown me all off. I can't even get back to my point. I was trying to throw Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy under the bus. And he got me all off. Look, long story short, we had a golden opportunity to get Cinderella. And we ended up getting one of the ugly ducklings in Andy Dalton. The Red Cannon himself. I do not know why we traded for this man. I do not know why we have him. We traded away Mitch Trubisky. Thank God. Finally got that monkey off our back. But we're now we're sitting at Andy Dalton and Nick Foles on our bench with Andy Dalton sitting as quarterback one with a phenomenal defense that's being wasted right now, with Allen Robinson, who are on the franchise tag, being wasted right now, with two stud running backs coming back from injury that are going to be healthy, that are being wasted right now. I do not understand what this organization is doing from a quarterback standpoint, and I cannot stand them for it. So I just want to say to Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, get that shit together or get your ass out of Chicago because you got some hits coming at you very, 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 very soon. Walk the damn plank. Already calling in the Chicago mob. On, That's, on, hey, no, they've already been called, Jared. I don't have to make no calls. They've already been called. All I'm going to say is the Bears. <laughs> Artie, and yes, Russell Wilson uses Manscaped. Russell Wilson most you know who, absolutely. You know who else Manscaped. uses Manscaped? You know we have the same sponsor as none other than Mister Rob Gronkowski. He's sponsored by Manscaped. I can see that. I don't see any other podcast around ECU sponsored by Manscaped. I can see that. I don't see any other media around ECU sponsored by Manscaped. So sorry about it. You're listening to. The premier podcast of Pirate Nation. Artie, um, I, we've, we've been going for 40 minutes now, 42 minutes now. It's been a hell of a show. I've had a blast. Um, we, we've made uh, Christy and Miranda like die laughing. <laughs> we hope our live studio audience has enjoyed this we're, show. We're going we to really do, do. have to do this more often, especially when football season comes by. Absolutely. Now, Artie, we, we haven't worked out the, uh, the kinks or anything with that. Kinks, you, you like when, when I say that. <laughs> um, so what I will say is there, there is this app. Y'all can download it. Please go download it. This isn't a promo. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we're going to try it out here soon. Um, what is this app called? I, I'm going to give them like a – it's called the Locker Room app. Have you Has anybody been on Clubhouse? Anybody been on club, the Clubhouse app? I'm on Clubhouse. You can mm-hmm. follow me at Jared underscore Shaffit. Just a little small plug there. Um, but I have seen this. Yes. I have. But locker room is basically the same thing as clubhouse, but where people talk sports. Mm-hmm. And so I think Artie and I may try a live show where you can call in and listen and communicate with us. I would absolutely love that. I want to get into a sports argument with one of y'all out there. I know you guys have questions. I know one of y'all want to call in, if not multiple there's nothing me and Jared live for more than to argue sports with someone. So do it. Do it. Shia LaBeouf, just do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the Locker Room app. Download it. 
We're not sponsored by them, but we will be doing some things here soon with them. Um, check it, check it out. I, I'm excited about it. But yeah, we are. It, it is in the plan. Like already in my plan. It's not to just go. Like I, I know there's some other media outlets in Greenville. I won't say which ones that go out there and they have a tailgate and it's a party. And yeah, that's what we do because I mean that we already not can drink with with the best of them. But we're gonna actually put on a, a podcast and and do a legit like podcast with people, not just shaking hands with the with the mayor every every two two hours and saying, "Hey man, can you can you pass me another bill and take care of some stuff?" That that's not what we're about. We're we're there for for you, the pirate fans. So uh, we'll we'll be coming down the pipe with that. Hopefully. With, if the governor lets us do that uh, by the end of the year, we'll we'll be able to do that for some for some ECU football games. But Artie, I don't have anything else other than go vote for Best Bar Barstool. Yes, Best Bar Best Bar Sup Dogs. Best Bar Sup Hashtag baby. Best Bar Sup Dogs. Friends of the podcast. It Brett is a movement. Do it. Brett is a true friend of the podcast. I, I've we've been talking to him. We're ready to get this thing going. Three Pete. They're going to have to shut down the whole damn tournament next year because they're not going to let us win again. I guarantee they're not going to let us win again. You can't, I mean, it, you can't let that happen. So go go vote right now. If you're driving in your car, pull off to the side of the damn road and vote. Hashtag best bar, sup dogs. No spaces. Make sure your, pub, your profile is public. Retweets don't count, okay? And if you tag us, we'll give you a shout-out on the next podcast. Original tweets only. Hashtag best bar sub dogs. Wash your hands, wash your butts, people. And we out. We out. Peace.